Well, welcome to the Speak With People podcast. My name is Jason Rates. I am joined by my co-host, Dennis Poulet. Hello, Dennis. Hello, hello. We are live on location for the Speakers Conference. This is pretty exciting. Sheridan Sand Key Resort in Clearwater Beach, Florida. We have been talking about this for months. This is almost like the pre-show. Oh yeah, because what time does it, am I late? Oh no, 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 I still got a couple hours, just kidding. We got a couple hours before the first session starts and we are in the pre-show. This is absolutely fantastic. Well, you may remember this podcast exists because we believe uh, healthy communication is oxygen for our relationships and our leadership. And so we hope that this time encourages you, challenges you, inspires you to choose to communicate in healthy ways. Because really when that happens, whether you communicate one-on-one on a team, from a stage or from a screen, when that happens, your world drastically changes for the better because you breathe life into the world. Well, hey, here, today we are starting a three-week series on the podcast called The Public Speaking Pathway. Public Speaking Pathway. Public Speaking Pathway. Yes. Even if you you can't stand public speaking, even if you just hate, like just the thought, like sends your insides into havoc at the thought of standing up in front of people. Here's the reality. Investing in some public speaking skills for any level leader, any level communicator you are, will not only increase your leadership, but it will give you some advantages in life. There are so many studies and research that shows like leaders in companies who invest in public speaking, like they're noticed by management and leadership because one of the things that it does is it helps you get ready for in, in case you're called on. Yeah, you get better at a lot of things. Absolutely. Not just public. So those of you who do public speak all the time, hopefully this series will be uh, just a step for you. And those of you who want to, you're like, oh man, I want to, I want to speak more. I want to be ready. Well, head to speakwithpeople.com slash pathway, because you will see what we're talking about over the next couple of weeks. Now, coinciding with this podcast is a blog post each week that breaks down even further what we're talking about. Woohoo! Like this is exciting. We have got our stuff together. So we're going to talk about diving into becoming a more effective, empathetic, captivating communicator. So how many how many steps are there to the pathway? There are eight steps to the pathway. Okay. Eight steps. That's a long pathway. It's a long pathway. This is like the yellow brick road. It's like a journey. Okay. But sometimes... And you're going to be our guide. I'm going to be your guide. We're going to be your guide. You're our Yoda. <laughs> I'm going to hopefully be your Yoda. I was going to do a Yoda voice, but... I just I the just, pathway I just didn't shall take. I don't know. <laughs> do you do you remember the days before we had uh cell phones? Cell phones and watches that tell you everything. Which can I just tell you isn't that kind of cool when I turn on my screen and it says speaker for the amazing. And your shirt. I like your shirt. Oh yeah, thank you. Way back in the day when my wife and I were married, May thirty first, nineteen ninety seven. Good job. There were no Apple and Google GPS maps telling you turn by turn where to go. So we had friends, Brian and Lisa, that went to AAA and they got a triptych for us of our entire honeymoon. We drove and we were driving. We were going to leave through Michigan, go through Canada. We were going to end up at Niagara Falls because who doesn't love watching a bunch of falling water? <laughs> Just like a bathtub, but you know, regardless. Then we're going to drive to upstate New York and go to Cooperstown, New York, the Baseball Hall of Fame. Then drive down the coast. And we're going to drive by Yankee Stadium, Fenway Park, go to an Orioles game. All on our honeymoon. Super romantic. Yeah, it's awesome. 
My wife said yes. I've hopefully paid her back all these years, 26 years later. But we crossed the Ambassador Bridge in Detroit. We got into Canada. My wife fell asleep. And I had this thick triptych book as I'm trying to follow directions. And the reality is, is I don't follow directions very well. I just have never, I've never done it. Even with Ikea furniture, even with Legos. I mean, I just, I'm like, just, ah, I'm done with these directions. I got totally lost in Canada. <laughs> Canada is a, a scary place. And we ended up in the middle of nowhere. My wife woke up. I mean, there was no Canadian Mounties around. There was no Tim Hortons. <laughs> Wait a second. My quote of the podcast, Canada is a scary place. <laughs> Have you ever met a Canadian? We should probably not clip that. <laughs> I don't think they're. Should, I don't, I don't think they're. I don't know. I have to look at our Google Wait, Analytics. You were scared because you were lost. I don't think it was because you were in Canada. I have to see how big our Canadian audience is. Hopefully, this will, this will do that. But I, I got totally lost. We ended up missing Niagara Falls altogether. We ended up in Buffalo. I would pull over a gas station, the gas station, ask for directions because I'd know where we're going. And let me just tell you, no offense to my friends in Buffalo, Buffalo is. Buffalo is not a great sightseeing city. Like you pull in and you're like, oh, I'm in Buffalo. Like it was, Hello. <laughs> it, was it wasn't, Hello. it wasn't the, the water <laughs> falling like in Niagara. It was just, it was not a great experience, but it could have been prevented because I had everything I needed. I had everything I needed in that triptych. Yep. And if some would say if my wife would have stayed awake and she would have helped me, but that's, you know, that's a conversation for another healthy communication day. Yeah. When we're in the family, that's it. But the reality is, is we created the public speaking pathway to give, you know, anyone from a beginning level all the way to a veteran level of public uh, speaking, just some steps. There are eight steps in this pathway. There are eight steps. And here's the reality. It's not an overnight journey. I mean, eight steps, long, long time. It takes a while. But if you do these enough over time, it will improve your public speaking. You'll be able to speak compellingly. Uh, in a captivating manner, you'll be clear and focused and you will have to, you'll take out all the guesswork because you won't have to go, okay, what do I talk about? What do I do? And then you have 50 million topics and then you babble and words are everywhere. So four, you have the pathway, but to, top four. well, today, actually, before we even go through the steps, Oh, we're not even doing that. We're not even doing that, man. I'm sorry, because we're going to take a quiz oh. to kind of set all this up to discover if oh. you are someone who leans more towards the with category or the at category. Okay. So speak with people. The with. I need a shirt that says not at them. <laughs> we should get, yeah. Speak with, <laughs> not at. I'm with stupid. <laughs> That's what that reminds me of, right? <laughs> that would be awesome. So what we're going to do is we're going to go through these and you can actually take this quiz at speakwithpeople.com slash pathway. Because we want to, we, we did this so we could help you figure out, okay, do I lean towards one way or another? Now, let me just tell you this. If you lead towards at, it's okay. If you lead towards with, it's okay. You're just going to continue improving and getting better. But this kind of sets, you know, the ground floor. So you know, you know, where I got to go. And so this idea of speaking at people, this is the unhealthy side of communication. This is the unhealthy. And speaking with, communicating with, presenting with leading with people. This is the healthy side of communication. We like to say all the time in this podcast, healthy communication is oxygen for your relationships and your leadership. We all know that we need oxygen to breathe, fills our lungs, sustains us, keeps us going. But when we add 
unhealthy communication into our relationships and our leadership, it just takes the oxygen out of out of those relationships, yeah. out of the leadership. Yeah. And you just can feel the difference. Absolutely. So we're going to jump in to the at first, because why not start with, you know, the negative? Okay. Okay. So here's the first one. Uh, we haven't prioritized our own health. We haven't prioritized our own health. So we speak at people when we haven't prioritized our own health. Yes. We're not even, we're not even there yet to actual words coming out of our mouth, standing on a stage, developing a talk. It all starts where nobody can see you when you're in your private, when you're making decisions about your own health. And so if right now you're in a season of life where you haven't prioritized your health physically, emotionally, mentally, uh, spiritually, relationally, like if you haven't, you know, focused on those five areas and have some type of discipline in place. Grandma used to say, garbage in, garbage out. And so that's kind of the first one. We haven't, we haven't prioritized. The second one, uh, we're consumed with us, like with us. Now, many people have this disease and I probably shouldn't talk about pandemic, probably still too soon, but it's called me-itis. Me-itis. Oh, yeah. Many, many people have it, myself included. We all have it. I mean, goodness gracious. But when you continually speak at someone, you're just consumed with you. Yes. Yes. And that's something that frustrates the snot out of most people. When I was just listening to another podcast, I'm not going to say which podcast it was, on the way here, and I was like, this guy is only talking about himself. And I'm like, I did not come here for, for that. I came here to hear the topic that he advertised as this is what the podcast is going to be about. But then he went into all kinds of like stuff that was just about him and just about the way that he's done things. And it, and it had nothing to do with, with yeah. the, the podcast. So yeah, you, he was definitely speaking at us at that point. That was it. Another one is we allow worry to win. We allow worry to win. Will they like us? Am I good enough? Do I look okay? Will I get enough likes? Is it, you know, I mean, we just, I think that's part of the meitis. That's super part of it. It's all about me. It's, it's, it's related. Get or how many. That's it. Out of boys, people are going to call me up and say, you did such a wonderful. You hit a home run. You know, you ever speak in front of an audience and, and like you're speaking for people to change. Yes. And at the end, they're like, oh, that was so great. And you're like, it wasn't meant to be great. Like it was meant to really challenge you. Challenge. <laughs> Absolutely. That you don't, don't tell me I did a great job of telling you that you didn't do <laughs> it. You should be uh, mad at me by <laughs> Another category of the, the at category, uh, our research and study is lacking. So maybe we have time. We have ample amount of time. We just don't put in the, the time to learn about what we're going to speak about. And then that, uh, you, the audience can figure that out pretty quick. Yeah. Yeah. This person does not know anything what they're talking about. Uh, hand in hand with that one then is your prep time. The actual time where you're putting together your, the, your speech or your talk or your presentation. That is, it's, it's an afterthought. You're just throwing all the thoughts together. Another one, and it, these kind of go hand in hand. We don't really value clarity. There's no solid, uh, big idea. I mean, some people call it, uh, you know, the one-liner or, you know, those kind of things. Yep. But it's just that, it's just, ooh, what, what exactly were they talking about? I have about? a lot of example of like these kinds of things. <laughs> the bad ones I can, I can spot very easily. Yeah. It's like, it's like in design. Like sometimes when you're designing stuff and you send it off to a client, 
they don't really know what they want, but they know what they don't want. Right. Most of the time, it's not what you send them the first time. It's like, oh, no, can you do this or can you do that? And you're like, okay, well, then what? tell me exactly what you want. Yes. And they're like, I don't really know. Right. It's the same way. With spe- I don't really know what makes a great, and I'm sure you do because you're the communications guru, Yoda. Right? You're the Yoda? Sure. Yeah. Yes. So <laughs> that's not a dig on how tall you are. No, thank you. Appreciate that. No. <laughs> your ears or if you're green, none of that. But, you know, sometimes you get to that whole like, okay, I don't really know where I'm going with this. I don't know what I'm doing. And and that's because of the lack of prep. But I want to know. So you're going to tell us, okay, well, how do we speak with people? Yep. Absolutely. I can't Absolutely. Ken Davis, actually one of my favorite uh, speakers of all time, he did research and he actually said uh, 50% of speakers actually don't even know or can't put into a one sentence with any form of clarity what they just spoke about. <laughs> and most studies show upwards of 75% of the listeners, they can't just put it in one sentence. Yeah. And why this is so important, we got more to go, but I just get so passionate about this, is because because of these, our attention spans are shorter and shorter and shorter, and people are like, get to it. What is this about? Tell me what this is about. Oh, yeah. And they're you trying to fake somebody out. in the first three seconds, you're done. You got to hook them. Okay, another, <clears throat> another part of uh, communicating at, presenting, speaking at people uh, we starve our audience from creativity. We starve our audience. We don't think through all of the other senses, trying to bring our points alive. Another one, we drown people in information. And this is, this is honestly, I, I do this. If people follow my emails, <laughs> my, my text messages, I'm like, we, we just drown way too much information because we want it to be like deep and thoughtful, but actually simple can actually be profound. Or in the online world, we tried to just SEO, so we stuff every every right. keyword we can possibly think everything in the there. Description, yeah. Another one on the quiz is oh, when we tell stories, they're clinical. There's no application to real life. There's no application to real life in 1912, the Titanic. Okay, well, tell me how that applies to my real life, or you know, instead of just reading it, bring the story alive a yeah. little bit. Uh, this is a big one that I'm passionate about. We don't see laughter as a partner. Because we're like, I'm a serious leader. I mean, laughter is not serious. But laughter, I mean, it has the potential of breaking down walls and building trust right away with an audience. Yeah, and it makes things memorable. It helps us with, you know, all that stuff. All that stuff. Connecting, connecting the dots, applying things. That's what, you know, the me laughter Wait till I the I can't wait. Wait till the end of the pathway because one one of ours is is literally the step is you got to partner with laughter like it's just and then the next step is how to tell a great story like you've got to be able to tell a great story because they just go hand in hand. Okay, a little bit more. We'll go over that in a second, but a little more ants. We talk down to people. We talk down to people. Like some, I think some people don't even realize that just the way that they've structured their voice, their tone, their eyes, their nonverbals, like. It's like, it just all centers in on this judgmentalism and people feel it. Yeah. 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 And we're, you know, something else, I'm, this is me now going right. off on a tangent. I would say we're also really bad at calling that out. Like sometimes, yes. like I'm really bad at calling that out because most of the time I'm like, well, they're just like that. Right. And the truth is like, we probably actually should in a loving way say, you know, you make me feel this way. Yeah. Whenever you speak. Because like most that. times I think people in that situation, they have no idea. 
Yeah. You know, or like when people ask questions, but they ask them so sharply and they just put you right up against the ropes. Why would you send that? Oh, okay. We'll back up a second. Hey, earlier when you, when you sent that text, the question, it just, it came across in a way that you were like shooting an arrow at me. Help me understand. Help me understand. I think we did a podcast on that. (laughs) Okay. Oh, we talked down to people is sort of like the other side of the RBF. Like (laughs) if you know what RBF is, like there are just some people when you look at their face, like they never smile. They look, they just look a certain way. That's the same way. And then the last one, we end up being the hero of all of our own stories. We're not the guide in our stories. We are the hero and we like to tell the world, you know, Hey, like I did the right thing. I, I pushed that person out of the way and the bus, you know, it's like, well, save to the princess. We're always the hero. We're always the hero. <clears throat> Those are some of the acts. Okay. So let's go to the fun side. Let's All go right. to the whips. Let's see the, the, what we're supposed to do. <laughs> Here's the first one. Uh, we, we assess and prioritize our health daily. So that's a consistent every single day. We're going to dive more into that in next week podcast with step one. So incredibly important uh, Two, we're fully and absolutely consumed with the needs of our audience. Instead of walking into a speech, a talk, a presentation, a message by thinking, how am I going to do? What am I going to share? How's this going to go? I hope they like me. We're walking in with a total audience centered focus. Yeah. What can I provide? How can this help? You know, I think that's one of the the issues that I have with conferences, like like this conference even. Like I'm supposed to give a breakout session and I'm over here going, okay, well, I don't really even know who's going to be in the audience. Right. So how do I, you right. know, it's a little bit easier whenever you've got that audience that you have consistent. Every single week. Oh, yeah. These are the things these people are going through. These are the conversations I'm having, the side conversations. But when you show up just to speak somewhere, you're yep. like, I have, you know, I have, I have to go with the broad. Yeah. Strokes. Uh, the next one. We actually step out of the way. We step out of the way. So we put down the worry. We put down the anxiety. We put down the, you know, the meitis. We, <laughs> we take our prescription for the meitis and we step out of the way. I think the next one, we dive deep into our topic through our study and research. And so if we know, okay, hey, I'm, I'm asked. So you're doing a breakout called using your screen as your stage. What's it called? <laughs> Using your screen as your stage. If you know that moving into it, you can spend the time doing the research, finding the quotes, finding the data, thinking through the stories, all that kind of stuff. That's true. Another one, our prep is uh, thorough for the time we have available. Because here's the reality. None of us have all the time in the world. And so you've got to decide how much time that I have and that I'm going to do the absolute best I can with that time. You do the best you can. Uh, the next one, we wrestle, craft, and write big idea statements that everyone can remember and apply. So there's that one-liner. It just grabs the, it grabs the audience. It really, what it is, is is the culmination of your problem. <clears throat> so when you do present something to a crowd, an audience, you've got to present the problem that you know through your research. This is what everyone's dealing with, and so the big idea then is the answer that helps you get going into the right place. It's got to be memorable, repeatable, applicable. That's rememberable right there. The next one, uh, instead of starving your audience from creativity, you're, you're taking your, your audience on a journey. You're taking them on a journey. And it should just be this flea flung. It's like a, a great book, you know, from page to page to page. And that's how a great speech should be. 
Yeah, you know why in the movies they have the, um, you know, anytime there's a teacher, a high school teacher, they always have the driest personality. Like I think of, uh, what's his name? Uh, Bueller. Bueller. Yes, like I think of Bueller. Those, you know, uh, that that's the opposite. That's like what you don't want to be. You do want to be somewhat creative. Mm-hmm. Now you don't have to be outside of your personality. Yep. Like you don't have to step outside of like, you don't have to be, maybe we're not all like, you know, throwing balls against windows and uh, dumping, you know, paint on the floor right like that. you don't necessarily have to do that no but you have to be somewhat creative even within the confines of your personality yeah show an image of a really abstract piece of yeah, art you know something something yeah something yeah. that's great uh okay you we prioritize simplicity explanation and application there's just this thought out there that simple is wrong it, it's it's just not there's brilliance in simple you've got to really take all the complex ideas and then wire them down into a simple understanding and explain it. That's just huge. Next one, our stories connect deeply with the big idea. They connect deeply with the big idea. So instead of for years, I love to tell stories. I love to tell stories. For years, I just told stories and hope, hopefully they connected. You can't do that. Yeah. They got to totally and thoroughly connect with that one liner that how you, how you are helping provide the solution to the problem. And then that story, it all, it all. And I, I read a quote, I read a quote this week. I don't remember who said it, but it was about storytelling. And it was every point should have a story and every story should have a point. That's it. I think that's where we're going with that's this, it. this point. Like, like when you're going to tell a story, don't just tell a story just to tell it. To yep. Make, maybe, maybe your point is to make people laugh. Maybe your point is to draw people in. Yep. Maybe it doesn't have anything to do necessarily with that topic. Yep. But it's drawing people in to get them to know you. Yep. And then then you can go with what you're saying. But so good. your story should have a point. Because stories, unlike anything else, is really the tool in the speaker's toolbox that helps them inspire their audience to lean in when they're speaking. I mean, you want people to lean in, learn how to tell a really good story. Yeah, I used to sit at chapel in um, Mexico. And so the, the chapel was set up where you could sit on the sides. And, and then there were the regular, like, seats that everybody was facing the speaker and you could sit on the side so every once in a while i'd sit up and and instead of watching the speaker i would watch the crowd yep and anytime that the speaker would start telling a story i would notice that people would pay more attention than they did whenever he was just telling a point so i was like okay there's a good illustration of how stories actually you know not only lean in but people perk up people pay attention even the little kids start paying attention yep. wherever you tell a story yep. you ask the little kids what did the preacher preach about on sunday morning they don't know yeah but they remember that one story that he told that was funny or yep got everybody laughing they, they thought was lame yep you know but it was a story nonetheless that's so good well partnering with that is we actually do partner with laughter so we use laughter as this incredible tool and once we get people laughing Typically what that does is it helps people listening and then they're able to learn. And then two more, we speak with love and empathy instead of talking down on people. Our voice carries with love, with grace, with empathy. You know, once I build trust with people, I can speak truth. I can, I can point out some really tough areas and harsh things, but I I still got to do it with love. I got to speak with kindness. And then the last one, our stories, instead of being the hero, our stories are transparent and authentic. And we're the guide in our stories. Like mm. we help bring people along to where we need to go. This is this is the quiz. This is kind of lays out. Do I regularly communicate with people or at them? 
And so again, if you if you're more on the at side, that's okay. Plenty of time to look over the pathway. Because I think as you work these steps, as you walk through these steps, as you follow the directions, if I just would have done that in my honeymoon, we could have seen all that water falling. <laughs> as you do this, the pathway really will help you become a more effective, empathetic, captivating communicator. And that changes because people actually listen then when you speak. Yeah. And they remember what you said. And then hopefully they apply what you're teaching. That's it. And that's, the, that's, the that's what we want. Well, that's what we have for you today. The next two weeks, we're going to go next week. We're going to go through the first four steps. And then the week after that, we're going to go through those four steps. They're all available right now. Speakwithpeople.com slash pathway. You can actually download the pathway. And the really great thing is uh, coming soon, we're actually going to offer a public speaking uh, cohort, which is an uh, online lunch and learn. It's going to begin the first week of May. All the information's online. You can grab it there or in our weekly communication guide. But say you're like, oh, I need some coaching in this. I want to go deeper than what we just provided here or in the blog. And you want to, you, you got 45 minutes at lunchtime. Well, we're going to gather on Wednesdays. It's going to be all online. Uh, I'll send you all the links. You're going to get a little portal that you go into, which has the notes and has the exercises and everything that we're going to do. And for eight weeks, we're just going to dive in and we're going to go through each step thoroughly so you can, you can do that, but that will be coming soon, a lunch and learn public speaking cohort. And so there'll be people involved. You could get friends from work. You can, you know, but it's all be online. You'll meet people from around the country. It's just going to be fantastic. Awesome. It's going to be great. Well, we are going to go because we're going to go, we're going to go. I'm actually going to go film a session for the public speaking course. That's actually going to come out, uh, in a, in a month or so. Whew, lots a lot going, going on. lots going on here in the Speak with People right. world. But we are so excited that you tuned in. Seriously, every single time you listen, you download, you share. Like people have no idea how much it means when people share this podcast or write a review. Yep. Go on Apple, write a review. You know, it it just it just really means the world. It helps when we're you know putting all this stuff together. And so, thank you for being a part of. I guess what I'm trying to say with all that is, thank you for being a part of the Speak with People <laughs> podcast family. Right. We really appreciate all that you're doing. Again, this podcast exists because words matter, and we believe that healthy communication is oxygen for your relationships and your leadership. So whether you communicate one-on-one, on a team, from a stage, or from a screen, we hope that our time today and the time of this podcast inspires you, encourages you, challenges you to choose healthy communication. All right, we will see you next week for week number two of this public speaking pathway series. We'll see you. Bye.